Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. Welcome back to the Investor Coaching Show. I'm Ira Works, sitting in for Paul Winkler, who is out enjoying this day. I'm in the studio with Ann Zawaski. We're two of the coaches here for Paul Winkler. Um, so, been a lot of controversy about a particular portfolio mix. Uh, that the controversy comes and goes, comes and goes, comes and goes. And there was an article that had come out titled Case for Traditional 60-40 Mix of Stocks and Bonds Strengthens Amid Higher Interest Rates, According to Vanguard's 2024 Outlook. Now, what I find very interesting about this is that the controversy never ends. There's going to be, as we talked about in the last segment, cherry-picking of times, that we can look at and say, well, it failed during this period or it failed during that period. Interest rates were too low. Stock market was too volatile. But the reality is a 60-40 portfolio over a 20-year period has never lost money. Now, I will, because I'm sitting here in front of a lawyer, I will say, but that doesn't mean that <laughs> past performance is a guarantee of future yeah. results. Um, and if our compliance team is listening to us, I just made us very compliant. But there was a study done called the Trinity Study. And the Trinity Study showed that if you're taking income from a portfolio at 4%, you needed to have no less than 50% of your money in the stock market. And with that 50% stock market, stock market mix, there was a 91% success rate of never running out of money. So you say, well, I really was 9% that you did. Yeah, but those were back in the, you know, during the depression years. So why 60-40? I've been using a 60-40 portfolio now for probably close to 30 years with clients. They've gotten income. They've had growth in their portfolio. Um, and they've been able to increase their, their income over time. If you look at the investment portfolio of most insurance companies, you will find that it's very close to a 60-40 mix. Now, there are advisors out there that are promising safety by selling annuities. So I ask the question, and think about this from a very logical perspective. Do you think the insurance company is selling you an annuity and then taking that money and buying an annuity to protect the annuity you just bought? <laughs> and you worked for the insurance companies for many years. No, I, I used to work with the investment department. They are investing it. <laughs> no, tell me they're not. Yeah. Tell me they're buying annuities. <laughs> no, they're not buying annuities, are they? No, they are not buying annuities. You know, And that's one of the things that I've said to investors. You've probably heard me say it over the, on the radio. If the advisor that you're meeting with is making a recommendation of something you should buy, ask them to show you their portfolio. 
ask them to show you that they are actually investing in what they're recommending. Because oh, you're saying their personal portfolio, their personal portfolio, right? Right, because yeah, they probably are not. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Okay, mm-hmm. now for example, and if let's say you were coming, you were coming to me, mm-hmm. and I was making a recommendation of investments to you, mm-hmm. and you said, "Ira, I would like to see your portfolio. Show me that you're buying these." If I said, "No, I'm not going to show you my portfolio," would you think I'm buying what you're recommending? No, I wouldn't think that. Yeah. I would think uh, if if you were, then why would you be afraid to show me? That's exactly right. Right. And I've said it on the radio and I've said it in meetings. You know, if you want, you ask me and I will show you my portfolio. Mm-hmm. I will show you that I am buying what you're, what I am recommending. You know, Right. There is no rules other than maybe a company enforced rule, but there's no rules that the industry says, I cannot show you my portfolio. Mm-hmm. So if the advisor says, well, the company I work for won't let me show you my portfolio, you have to wonder why. You should wonder why. Right. You know, I'm happy that I invest the way that I advise people to invest. Right. And I tell people that too. I, especially when they call and they're worried and they get tempted to market time and I go, you know what? I'm invested this exact same way you are and I'm not going to change it. Yeah. So when you think about investing and you think about having the guy, the, the, the guardrails to the mm-hmm. investments through the investment policy statement and you think about this is how they're going to rebalance it, think about when you go to your doctor, you know, you're not feeling very well. And your doctor says, now I'm going to give you a prescription for an antibiotic. And the way that you're going to take this is you're going to take, you know, five pills today and four pills tomorrow and three pills and two pills and one pills, or maybe it's, you know, seven, six, it slowly goes down. Or, you know, you have to take two pills a day for 10 days. And what did they tell you about that prescription? Just take the whole thing. Yeah, right. You know, right. Don't Follow stop. the prescription. Right. Finish it. Finish yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Finish the prescription. So it's the same thing when it comes to your investing. When you understand, when you're educated and taught, working with a coach who actually does these things to really help you understand, you know, look, I would like to know all you have to do is tell me how to lose weight. And just by telling me, I'm going to lose weight. There are things that I have to do, though. Mm. Yeah. In the case of weight, we have two rules. Eat less, move more. In the case of investing, own stock, diversify, rebalance. As you can see, there's 50% more rules to investing, (laughs) which makes it that much harder than dieting and losing weight. But when you have that investment policy statement and perhaps you think, Ira, man, all right, stop harping on this. But this is how important I think it is. That it's so important that you really, really need to know. So let's go back to this Vanguard article on the 60-40 mix. And it starts off by saying the case for investing in the classic portfolio of 60% stocks, 40% in bonds has strengthened. 
with the high, with the rise in interest rates translating into higher fixed income returns. For long-term investors and balanced portfolios, the probability of achieving a 10-year annualized return of at least 7%, the post-1990 average, has risen from 8% in 2021 to 40% today. That is huge. But I've been using it for 30 years. And that's also a prediction of the future, too. They are predicting the future. Yes. That's right. I'm glad you pointed that out. So, Because as an investor coach, that's what you need to be doing. That's what we do. We help you to see how the industry itself is trying to make these predictions. Now, we don't know that interest rates are not going to come back down. And that's one of the beauties about having the portfolio in the in the stocks and the and in the and in the fixed income is that you can balance. Mm-hmm. When the stocks get too high, you can reduce the stock. We talked about taking money off the table, locking in those gains, buying more stock, buying more fixed income, or when stocks drop in value and the fixed income part of the portfolio increases above what the target allocation is. In this case, we're talking about a 60-40 portfolio. You can move the money from the fixed income, buy the stock at lower prices. This is what was done in with COVID and the shutdowns. Stock markets dropped around the world. The fixed income portion of the portfolio went up. Money was taken out of fixed income, moved into the stocks. And then at the end of the year, the stock market bounce was so great that the stock portfolio side of the portfolio was overweighted once again, Mm -hmm. and money had to come out of stocks back into fixed income. So rebalancing, when you think about it, is a disciplined way of buying low and selling high. Yes, and that's really important to, to grasp because most people will talk about rebalancing as a way to get higher returns. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of rebalancing is not to get higher returns. The purpose of rebalancing is to manage the risk in your portfolio. Most people have it wrong. Most people are looking to get the highest return they can get and have no clue to how much risk they're taking. The way to build a proper portfolio is to identify how much risk you're willing to take and then build the portfolio to that level of risk. Right, right. You know, in 1952, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Harry Markowitz, not one, uh, actually not one, earned his PhD at the University of Chicago, which has produced more Nobel laureates in the area of economics than any other university in the world. He earned his PhD on just this, this asset allocation and what's called the efficient frontier. And he proved that you can actually maximize the return for a level of risk that you're willing to take by blending these different areas of investing together. Stocks, both large and small companies, growth and value companies, U.S., international emerging markets. Things that move differently from each other. Excellent point. Not just random things. <laughs> just things that are intentionally put in there to move differently. 
Yeah, it's un it's unremarkable how many portfolios that I looked at. I would think you do the same mm -hmm. thing, and that people bring in, and they have you know eight, ten, twelve, maybe twenty different funds, mm -hmm. and they're in maybe three different asset categories. Right, or you, if you look, um, a lot of the funds are in the same stocks, so they're really not diversified. Yes, that's true. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. You want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more confident investors, and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The opinions voiced and information provided in this material are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what investments are appropriate for you, please consult with a financial advisor. Paul Winkler, Inc. does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation.